Your life is an opportunity. We live deliberately, relentlessly pursuing our goals. We don't settle for mediocrity. We aspire to greatness. We are mindful of the process, but we demand results. We embrace our role as leaders, and we lead by example. There is no finish line. We are leveling up every day until the end. We will win together. Welcome to the Efficient Victory Podcast. I believe this is episode number 17, and it's the second one I'm doing solo. The solo ones are a little bit harder to do, but there was a, I really wanted to do it today because there was something I wanted to talk about. Got a lot on my mind, and things have been coming up, so I wanted to make a little solo episode, and the topic of the solo episode is hiding. It is not sharing what you believe or not speaking out about what you believe or being afraid about what the response will be if you truly shared what it is that you believe. And I wanted to talk about this because I still see it happening with a lot of people I deal with. They are afraid of the ramifications of being themselves. And I used to be there. I used to be there for a really long time. So I have both perspectives because I can remember what it was like when I was in it, when I was afraid. And when I made these calculated decisions that not speaking up or keeping a low profile or not trying to draw attention to myself. You know, I made a calculation that that's the best course of action because my life is pretty good. So if I don't draw any attention, I could sneak under the radar here and I'll be all right. So why would I draw any attention to myself and possibly mess things up? I remember what it felt like to think like that. And I still understand the argument, but I came to a different conclusion and it was a journey over a long time. I saw people sharing themselves and speaking what they knew was true. And I gravitated towards them. And there's a reason I gravitated towards them is because they living a more authentic life than I was in that regard. They were free. And freedom is what it's all about, really. The people I admire most are the most free. And free means a lot of things, but just freedom to be yourself. Nothing is worth more than that. So, While I do not have a corporate job and I have not had a corporate job in a very long time, that does allow me to potentially have more freedom than maybe you if you're listening to this and you're thinking it must be nice for Jeff. You know, he's an independent real estate investor. He owns the Fraternity of Excellence, which actually promotes, you know, him speaking out online and and being free about it and not caring about the ramifications. But there's also consequences. You know, some of the consequences in my head, I would think about attracting attention from my lenders. You know, I have banks that lend to me and I know that they probably don't want me to draw any attention to myself to say anything controversial, perhaps, or share my political opinions, which sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. I'm not a very political guy, except for the fact that I value uh, personal liberty And I usually side with people having more freedom versus the government imposing restrictions on people. All of my political ideologies can go back to those two sentences. But whenever you get involved in talking about politics or sharing your political opinions, you know, there's a bunch of people that disagree with you and especially um, banking and financial industries who I depend on to lend money on my real estate. I used to think I better not speak up because they might have something to say. How did I get over that? Well, I got over that by realizing, number one, I'm not for sale. Like, I don't care. If you don't want to lend to me, I will figure it out. And I don't even know how I'll figure it out. Obviously, there's lots of of banks out there. 
there's also lots of people out there. There's lots of lenders out there and I'm a resourceful guy. So falling back to self-belief and self-trust that I'd be able to get through it, that has been a cornerstone to helping me become more free and not worried about what I'm going to say. The whole cancel culture and um, thinking about corporations not liking you if you speak out or if you say the wrong thing and letting that dim your light and not sharing what you know is true. That, now that I'm on the other side of it, now that I remember being on both sides, it's such an important issue. And I think some of the issues in our society are directly related to this problem in that there's a lot of good men, good people out there who are afraid to say what's right because the official narrative opinion might be something they disagree with and they're afraid. They're afraid to say the truth because they don't want to bear the wrath of consequence, which may or may not come and they're probably overblowing in their head. But just imagine if everyone who did know what was right spoke out and said what was right. It would take a lot of the power away from those who wish to suppress your voice. So it has been a long journey. I'm really glad I've gotten to the other side of it. It wasn't just it. It wasn't just fear of, you know, lenders or the next time I'm in housing court, they might they might rule against me because they don't like my opinions or what I say online. It took me a long time to stop being afraid of that, stop caring about that. Now that I'm here, I realized there was another thing, a big thing, and I think a lot of people suffer from this. It's a little bit more frivolous of a reason, but it's the fear of looking stupid. It's the fear of looking silly. You know, especially when you're starting out, you, you don't make good videos. I mean, even right now, I'm much better than when I started, but uh, hopefully I'm going to be a lot better than I am now in the near future and certainly in the distant future. So you have to start not being good. And for someone like me, I was, I was not comfortable with that. I was not comfortable with failing in public, especially when what's the payoff? There might be no payoff. The payoff is completely uncertain. You might make a bunch of videos or write a bunch of stuff online and you never you never build off of it and you never have any tangible monetary results and you might not even build an audience. So, so what happened? Was it a complete waste? Absolutely not. Because when you try something new and when you get over the fear of looking stupid and when you get over hesitating to do something because there's not going to be an immediate result, all of those things lead to growth. You grow as a result of getting over the fear of looking stupid. And the fear of looking stupid is stupid because we, we just said you don't have an audience when you start. So who's watching? Who's going to see you look stupid? And furthermore, the couple people that do, well, guess what? They just took time out of their day to watch your video or to read what you wrote. So really, who are, who are they to judge you for putting yourself out there and starting to share things you know or share your thoughts or speak your truth and influence the world just in a very, very small way by saying what you know is right? Again, come back to it. Imagine if everyone said what they knew was right rather than get caught up in the hive mind, rather than regurgitate what the New York Times or Google or anyone, Fox News for that matter, what anyone wants you to be regurgitating? What if instead you said, this is what I think about this? Personally, I think 2020 would have went a lot differently. I think it would have went a lot differently if people early on said, hmm, 
I don't think this is the right, the right thing to be doing. I don't think we should be taking kids out of school and on and on and on. I don't want to go in a rabbit hole about March, 2020, but, uh, I'm here if you want to reach out and talk about it. Um, so making progress on this issue, I wanted to share some of my progress. Last week I had another conversation because while I think I'm 95% of the way over all of the fear, and obviously I'm making this video or this podcast right now, mostly over it. But I talked to someone last week who was very, very good at not caring at all. NGAF, not giving a fuck. This person was excellent at it. So I said, how do you just speak your ideas when you're not 100% sure you're right? You know, certainly you make a mistake once in a while. Um, you know, I'm always looking to tie up the loose ends in my argument, almost like a lawyer does, anticipating the counter argument and sealing up all the holes in anticipation of that. And I've realized what that does is, number one, it causes me to say less, to have less opinions. And then as a result, it causes me to share less of what I know, which is helpful to other people when I'm always thinking about the other side, the counter argument. The example I used with the guy is I said, you know what, you always say, if you're overweight, you can't get rich, you can't make a lot of money. And I'm like, you know what, objectively, that's not true, because we all know that there's some overweight people that make a lot of money. But he didn't back down one bit when I had this conversation with him. He was like, do you make more money now that you're in shape? I was like, yeah. He's like, so am I lying? Basically, his point was the counter arguments don't matter at all. This has been my experience. And this is what I know to be true. So I'm going to share myself with you. And then I'm like, okay, that's, that's, that's starting to make some sense. He started to connect some dots in my head, which I was very appreciative of. But then I went further. I'm like, certainly you make a mistake. You're a smart guy. But I'm sure on Tuesday, you tell someone something. And then on Thursday, you're like, oh, my goodness. You know, maybe what I told them wasn't the right thing. What do you do then? And then he's like, but it's Thursday then. So then you say, um, I used to hold this opinion. And now I see it this way. But on Tuesday, you weren't lying because that's what you thought. If you feel something you need to say, he said, when God tells you what to say. And I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. Cliche there, but that's true. But he says what God tells him to speak, he speaks. And for someone who's not as spiritual or not as religious, I think it's just, you know, listening to the voice in your head. What is your true self? Are you in touch with your true authentic self? And maybe you have to be more deliberate about that. Be really deliberate about saying like, what do I feel? So you're aware of the narrative and what people want you to say and what is acceptable and what's going to get the polite head nods from other people. But what do you want to say? And even if you anticipate you're not going to get those polite head nods, you say it anyway. You know, you don't have to be rude about it, but being free and being honest is going to lead you to a more fulfilled and satisfying life if you're anything like me. And I think we're all humans together and I think there's some overlap there. So that's all I got to say today. I actually went on a little bit longer than I thought I would for a solo podcast, but I'm glad you listened. Um, if this resonated with you at all, uh, hit me up on social media at Jeffrey Higgins on Twitter, at Jeff Hig on Instagram, or join uh, the free Facebook group, The Path to Excellence. We opened up this free Facebook group, The Path to Excellence, so you can kind of get a look inside my private men's community, The Fraternity of Excellence. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll, uh, we'll talk with you again next week. Thanks for listening to Men's Victory Alliance. We need your help in spreading the light to other men who need it. Please leave a rating and review so we can grow and get the message out. Follow us on socials and YouTube. 
We are always working on providing value to the man who is looking to level up and win.